This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. just to like catch up because we don't see each other obviously yeah and uh so we'd be like hey matteo what's going on down at your rendezvous got it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see what you did there <laughs> wait what, how do we change topics what was what was this how do we say that you say uh, oh, taking take a it. step that is taking new. a step, step that is new, is new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> What is happening down at your rendezvous, Mario? Um, hold on. Anything? Just hold on. Just uh, Philip is asking me what I'm doing and where I am, and I told him five times. Oh, this is exactly what we're asking. So this is perfect. Yeah, this is great. Um, this is live. This is what's happening at Mario's rendezvous. Oh, wait, we're doing right it now. now. We're like, we're on now. Oh my gosh, how embarrassing! Well, you just did it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, just crazy things with, I love with, it. Uh, with my husband's work and uh, Philip is, he's doing great. And he always forgets when I, like when he's so immersed in a work thing, like nothing I say gets into his head. So of course he's like, where are you? What are you doing? I'm like, I'm in the TV room recording a podcast. Like I said, four times. <laughs> <laughs> No, no worries. Um, yeah, so that's that, that is what is what's going on in in my neck of the woods, and that is not a step that is new um, at all. That that is very <laughs> commonplace around here. That he doesn't step. listen to a word I say. <laughs> How are you guys? Uh, Excellent. You know, well, you know, just dealing with societal anxiety <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> Trying to readjust mm-hmm. to a world turned upside down. No big deal. No big deal. No biggie. It's no big deal. Just, we're just what just, everyone's doing. We're just human in. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Taking kids to school, wondering if I should be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Beating myself up all day. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I love it. It's my uh, favorite. Oh. But taking a step that is new. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> you know I what? I just bogged sorry. down in that. So as like, so like, as you were saying that, like, I missed, I missed what the rendezvous thing was at first because 
I just looked up the lyrics to the Three's Company three theme song, mm. and I thought they were <laughs> scatting like Dominomini. <laughs> so when you just said it, I was like, "What?" I'm like, this has, to do this has to be a lyric. So I just looked them up and they said, <laughs> down at our rendezvous. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Down yeah. at our rendezvous. <laughs> or skibby baby baby. I thought that's what I thought they were scatting. I thought it was Wow. Since 1978, and today I just learned it wasn't a scat. Okay, Um, I'm not sure that I'm qualified to say anything about this show now. So, (laughs) that's amazing. Well, with that, this is hers and hers and his three's company podcast. Hey, I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. Oh, I'm Jinx. Yay! Yay. (laughs) (laughs) And today we get to talk about the second episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, mother makes four. Love and it. yep. When we last left you, yes. Previously, on his and his and hers, <laughs> hers and hers and hers. And his. <laughs> oh, damn it! I'm so bad with pronouns. You got it. You got it. Oh, I feel so like Mr. Roper in the next episode. <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> um, so you predicted based on the title alone. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. it was about Jack's mother coming to visit. That's what I thought. Oh, that's right. That's what you yeah. thought. Yeah. And hijinks would ensue. And we thought that was a good idea because that would mean Jack would be <clears throat> pretending to be gay for certain people and pretending or and and trying to keep that from other right. people. Right. right. Madcap hilarity ensues. But that didn't happen. Nope. 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 That was not you what were was up. so wrong. I was super duper wrong. It ended up you had, you had basically mother. three choices, and you didn't pick the right one. <laughs> yes, it's not that. It's not that shameful. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's fine. It was Don't a great like... guess. I thought it would be a, a great. I know episode. it would have made a great episode, but you know, this is this is what we're what we're do- what we got is episode two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what we got. You know what? Yeah, I just forgot what happened in the episode. Oh, I, okay, oh. start me off because I totally have forgotten okay. what's going to happen. Well, it opens up with Janet uh, making a label for to put Jack's name on the mailbox, <sighs> right? Yes. And Chrissy is freaking out because she doesn't want her Methodist minister father, uh, Reverend read, Snow, yes, to find out to, to read his name on the and he's going to find out because it's on the mailbox. Yes. Right. yes. Okay. Right. Sure. Exactly. Right. Okay. And then that's when the Ropers show up mm, to fix the doorbell. Mm-hmm. To fix the doorbell, <laughs> lifted, lifted straight out of the British of original. the British yeah. original. Oh, yeah. really? That was also was, that. That was the episode that you guys saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was the one had this doorbell bit in it. I have to say, this episode altogether was very enjoyable. I thought it was super duper well written. Uh, they mm-hmm, introduced mm-hmm. the Regal Beagle. Um, uh, I thought right. it was really weird that Mrs. It's Roper mentions that there are many of them opening opening up around town. I'm like, since when does like was were English oh, pubs yeah. that big a thing in the 70s? <laughs> I guess right? They so. had to mention it for some reason. They had. They to must have been up. really hip right then. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know just, what? I think I read. I think I read that this was the last episode they actually filmed. 
of the first season. Oh. What do you what do you but mean? But it aired third. Oh, fascinating. Oh, oh this is so it's a yeah. little later. So they're a little more So their chemistry is a little there. more together. Okay. Yeah. This makes so much sense because I was just yeah. really yeah. blown away by how tight everything was. And I was like, what? How did they do that right out of the gate? Um, but yeah. I also, you also That's do how. get a lot of ex- exposition in this episode. And I feel like they really deepened um, the whole gay angle for Jack in this episode, where it was mentioned in the episode before. This one really lands the plane in terms of like how the situation is, is going to work. And I, I find that really, really, I found that really fascinating about this episode. Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. I want to hear, wait, when does, when do tell me more about this? Yeah. I want to hear more so, about this. And when so the this first happens. thing, so the first thing that they bring up is you learn that Chris, Chrissy is from Fresno and, uh, I, <laughs> right. I, Fresno, I didn't, right. <laughs> I didn't know that. And I was like, wow. I mean, <laughs> she hasn't seen the Fresno type. Like it looks like and, she grew up in Santa Monica. Or Beverly Hills. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, and her mother has that typical Fresno mid-Atlantic accent, apparently. <laughs> right. And now, and I know you guys are going to laugh, but that actress who plays Chrissy's mother is the inimitable Miss Priscilla Alden Morrill, who played Lou Grant's wife on The Mary Tyler Moore Show. You guys, yet oh another. Oh, my god! I know. Jeez. I know. She's just, in fact, she's best what? known for playing that role. She plays Edie. Um. Yeah, uh, Edie Grant. Oh my God! Now Look when she this. shows so up and she's like Mary Tyler Moore, podcast. she was like, "Darling, see this apartment. It's just, it's so beautiful, but this town, it's my Mary. I don't know what we could. There's permits and stickers everywhere." And I'm like, "What?" I read it. You found this church magazine. I'm like, <laughs> I've been to Fresno. Nobody talks like that. Like if you did even basic no. research. <laughs> On middle-aged lady from <laughs> Fresno, you would know that's not how they talk. But but she's off also traveling three hours to visit her dentist. Don't yeah. forget that. <laughs> Don't forget she's come in that was the to go to her dentist. Reason I feel like the like the like the justifications for the Regal Beagle having multiple openings all over town and you know, the, yeah. the mom coming down. And the great dentistry. For the dentist? I mean, it makes no sense at all. I was yeah. like, you guys, you're making this way harder than it needs to be. Just relax. Everybody relax. I think that's going to be a recurring theme. <laughs> Here's what else, Here's maybe what else makes no appropriate sense. appropriate for the brand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, on our list of things that makes no sense, why the hell does the cab driver oh my walk God. Jack to the door yeah. of the apartment on the to second floor? Uh, it was so wild. But he pays him. But he pays him out of like his why pocket. Why didn't he pay him at the cab? The guy walks him up there. Yeah, and then why, when he rings the doorbell and you hear Roper scream, does the cabbie give him the money back? I guess he's... Oh, he thinks there's some, like, this is the first of our delightful romp into, like, how sexy Three's Company is getting. He thinks there's something <laughs> kinky going on in there. He's like... He's like, oh, never, I won't tell anybody yeah. about your He wants lifestyle. nothing to do with it. He's like, I don't want your money. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. I was never here. Was never here. Yeah, I mean, or it might be he thought someone was being tortured in there, and he's like, "I'm getting out of here." No, I think it was. I think it was a fun romp he thought was going on, huh. mm-hmm. but well, he didn't want any part of it. 
they are getting a lot of mileage out of the gays are weird uh, premise, which. Uh, well, that's what they've mm-hmm. got, you know? I mean, that's yeah. what they're, that's. Oh. Yeah. So let's, uh, what else? So, okay. so, okay. The doorbell bit with the cabbie. He's yeah. Right. Roper's in there swinging the wires around. <laughs> yeah, like, why are these wires no loose? For no and reason. I want to know why these wires are loose. Yeah. And, uh, and Janet says, what does she say? She says, um, a girl's, a girl's gotta, gotta have, have some, some fun. fun. Yeah. And gives a little coy look. We yeah. were speculating on what that might mean. Yeah. What was she, what was she, what exactly was she pretending she might've done with those wires? Yeah. I don't know what. I know. Cause she kind of does this weird thing where like she grabs at her boobs and I'm like, kind of? she gives some <laughs> stimulation. Right. Like, I'm like, Chrissy, go is- ring the doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to play with her wires, but she needs some help. <laughs> oh, God. So yeah, that's that was, all weird. Okay, so that all goes down. Okay, and then, and then, yes, Chrissy's mother shows up from Fresno. She shows up all of a sudden late at night and decides to stay the night. She just decides she's going to stay. Yeah, that's a great turn. I I was like, okay. I mean, she seems so hell bent oh. on getting out of town, and then all of a sudden, she's like, well, I'm staying. I'll just I'll right. stay the night. Forget it. We'll sing them all. <laughs> yeah. We're jumping. Luckily, we're jumping I, all over the place. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Down. Just oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh, before, did we? Before she, because I want to talk. This is important. Oh, I have, what, did we, what did we skip? Okay, well, sorry. right when Jack comes in, because he's. This can't be – they may have filmed it last, but it's supposed to be chronologically second because right. he's just moving in. Yes, so yes. that's right. He, he comes in and Janet brings in his suitcase and he calls her Chrissy. He oh, does? Yeah? Do you remember that? No. Yeah. He's like, thanks, Chrissy. You uh, don't remember that? Oh, no. I do I remember. He says, I, he says, thanks, Chrissy, because Chrissy hands him, like, a book. Oh, and Janet's, and Janet's like, laboring over the suitcase. suitcase. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But I'm he's yeah. looking at Janet as she's laboring I, over the suitcase. I did think that yes. was weird. What yeah, Chrissy was did was so insignificant that it didn't even register to me that he was actually thanking her for something. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you for clearing that up. See, that's why that was so important. That's not even the important part. No. The important part is the discussion he has with Roper. Yes, of course. Oh, my God. Okay. Because Roper says, I thought all you f- fellas Oh, I were, love that. That was you know, That was so well done. The timing was very delicious on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and then Jack says that – he says, do you all – you're all interior decorators, right? And he's like, well, not all of us. Some of us are boxers. Yeah, which is the first time we hear that that's true. Jack was a boxer in the Navy. Oh, was oh, he? That's yeah. right. Yes, oh, that's he did some boxing in the Navy. My grandfather yeah, right. was a boxer in the Marines. <gasps> well, maybe he would have boxed Jackson. <laughs> 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 no, but that's so funny because I, I always thought that was the weirdest thing. My grandfather was in the uh, Marines and he was a boxer. And I'm like, did they yeah. have like shows or spectacles? What do they call them? Show. I don't uh, think I don't think they're called they shows. Must, but yeah. Bouts. Bouts. Matches, I bet they did. They had matches. champion championships to do. <laughs> 
boxing so they would to all do. just sit around and watch people box each other. I just straight boys are just that's what people do. Yeah, people do when that. they watch that's boxing. A, that's that's what they do. You know, uh-huh. there's a lot of people like watching MMA fighting. Oh yeah, which is just I cannot. No, no, I can't either. It, but, no, it's it's too primal. Uh, yeah, I'm like, God, what can I? Well, never mind. Anyway, Jack would would never have done. That. Anyway, Jack's no. like. Uh, Cracking his knuckles. Yeah, Jack says, what are you trying to say? You hit another guy? Yeah, that's what Roper (laughs) said. Roper has the craziest ideas about everything, and I love – he asks all these questions in these episodes. They're so great. And then Jack says, if they made fun of us, I would. Mm -hmm. We would. And I was was like, oh – I was like really a little beklempt over that. I've got to say, like that mm-hmm. was like that was a really sweet kind yeah. of thing to say, and the uh, the audience is really with Jack on that. Yeah, yeah. Jack Jack was definitely not afraid to be like, yeah. What are you trying to say here? Yeah. Ropes. Yeah, yeah. Call, he calls them ropes. Ropes. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it feels like it feels like the kids don't have a problem with any of this sort of stuff. It right. seems like they don't have hang-ups. Yeah, right. nobody it's does. It's just the it's, old guys. It's just the old, it's just ropes. Yep. Just ropes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not even Mrs. Not Roper. Not even Mrs. No, Roper. She's cool. We'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, sorry to do that. No, that's but, uh, it. no that was a really great moment. You, you, I'm so glad you pointed it out. Um, I think one of the things that I was very nervous about going into further episodes was just – I have such a great association with the show because of how much I loved the actors and the vibe because you can really pick Mm -hmm. up, especially in this episode, just how tight this cast was. And I think that's what I really responded to viscerally as a kid was, was how family like it was. And so, you know, that I forgot about, it's not that I forgot about this angle with Jack. It's just, I never watched it for how they were going to play it. And I was a little bit scared, but a moment like this was very redeeming. And I thought, ah, this is, this is such a great little step for, you know, for it to be on primetime television at this point in the late seventies, where a guy like Jack, who is just, you know, John Ritter is just so such a sensitive, big-hearted, warm, uh, vulnerable guy. And when a guy like that says that he's willing to, you know, throw a throw a punch uh, for a gay guy, um, that's a really that was a really sweet moment. I was really into that. I, I really dug it. And like I said, it felt like the audience was with him on that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, the audience. <clears throat> and, uh, so then Jack's got some groceries, right? And he's going to mm-hmm. make supper. This is before we find out about Chrissy's mom showing up. Oh, right. And he's going right. to make veal parmesan with a side of luscious fettuccine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> luscious and then Janet says, I've, I've gained five pounds just listening to it. <laughs> just, oh. <laughs> oh, I really, I've been craving luscious fettuccine ever since. <laughs> I can't. Oh my God. And Jinx was marveling at the, uh, the fact that they have two full bags of groceries for three people mm-hmm. and they have that pickled onions. Yeah, t- out of two bags of groceries for three people, one of the items is going to be a jar of pickled onions. Like, that seems like the <laughs> dumbest allocation of resources I've ever heard. This is why they have a hard time. 
And Janet's so excited. She's like, oh, pickled onions. <laughs> I'm like, where did you fish that out of in the bag? Because <laughs> they spilled out in the cab, remember? <laughs> sure, but this, at this point, they've got to be right. dirty. I mean, that cab oh, driver they're disgusting. was disgusting. They're disgusting. <laughs> oh, oh. Also, okay, I love so what happens, cabbie what's was happening? just like a, like a standard New York cabbie. I'm like, he's <laughs> <laughs> just right? a cab guy. <laughs> there are no yeah. taxis anywhere in Los Angeles. You have to right. specially call a service, especially back in the 70s. Like, that just wasn't a thing. Yeah. It's so crazy. <laughs> he just moved from New York. He was trying a new business model. <laughs> he's like, well, I'm getting uh, out of here. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> okay, so you then, for me, sorry. yeah. So then they're unpacking the groceries, and that's when we find out Christy's mother is coming mm. to visit. They don't know right. anything else about her staying. She's coming to visit. And so Jack and Janet take off and head to the Regal Beagle. Right. Big news, right. everyone. They're heading to the Regal Beagle. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. First Roper. For the first time. For the first time. It's the first time at the Regal Beagle, and it is glorious. Oh, my God. It's so I red and dark wood in there. It. I love it. I love that I she went to the Regal Beagle in a caftan and is playing yards with but. that big, beautiful afro of hers. I mean, yeah. it's just yeah. – it's, it's, it's a clown situation. It's like a circus in there. <laughs> And I get the impression that the Regal Beagle is down. It's just down somewhere. So it's just like down yeah. the block or down the right. street. It's got to be. It's got to be right down the, the corner. Yeah. 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 Somewhere yeah. like that. So she, she just went down the caftan. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, you got to be that it. comfy. I don't think we I ever see it. Mrs. Roper not wear a caftan, correct? No. I, she dresses I it up with not. her jewelry and everything. Like, that is her look. I love it. With caftan with jewelry. I just freaking love it. I just... Uh, I hope to be that lady someday. I hope you're okay with awesome. that. She's awesome. Yeah, she's great. Mm. Oh, great. Okay. Great. That makes you Roper. <laughs> Ropes. Oh, oh perfect. Um, <laughs> I did, I did thought, think that the... One of the things that keeps happening throughout the first couple of episodes is this whole weird tension between Jack and Chrissy. And yeah. in this episode, mm-hmm. like he just goes to the Regal Beagle and there's that busty waitress who comes over just right. leaning over the table. And it was very merry with children. Like I was like, Oh, I remember <laughs> the show being this body. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Ronch Ronch. B A W D Y and uh, but there it was. I, I was like, oh man, and the and the audience is going crazy for this waitress. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's how Jan- that's how Janet enticed Jack down there. He was like, I don't want to go. That's right. I don't know what she said. Well, there's beers flat, but the barmaid isn't. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, let's go. That worked out. Yep. And then they, there's, there's the big moment there at the Regal Beagle where Mrs. Roper obviously now has figured out by Jack's actions that he's not gay. Right. And yes, she's, one of the, she's one of them now. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that. And I, and I again, so much oh just has been flying over my head all these years. And I was like, oh, oh I love her even more. I love her no. so much. She's very yeah. likable. She's, so, she's been likable from the beginning. But now that she's in on the secret, it's that much sweeter. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, that's the best part. Loved it. Yeah. 
Sorry, I was writing something down before I forgot it. Oh, okay. I everything you said. I also think, oh, we're I also think we're it's talking. important. I, and I do think there's an important angle there, too, in that, you know, you, you how do I say it? You know, when you know a person, you know what their sexuality is. You know, I think this is mm-hmm, one yeah. of those myths of, of homophobic, you know, homophobic people that like it's some kind of a choice or, you know, there's just no way of knowing and closeted, closeted gays like are, are trying to trick somebody. Yeah. And it's so stupid, you know, because like when, of course, it's obvious that, you know, Jack has a certain kind of chemistry with women and it's very obvious that he's not gay. But mm-hmm. it just goes to show, you know, how, how stupid a guy like Mr. Roper's prototype is. Yeah. And I love it. I love that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Where we left where off, we? we are at, now Chrissy is back at the apartment with her mom. Oh, yes. Okay. Where her mom that's when, has That's when we get the grand entrance of her mom. Yes. And yes. yes. And her mom is there. And within minutes, her mother is spending the night. That's where we, that's where that picks up. Right. Because yeah. of the lying. Because right. all the lying it wasn't causes so much all the, the lying because Chrissy just said it's that true. Eleanor had moved out. And then she said, No, we haven't found another girl. That's right. Yeah. She, she didn't technically lie. didn't lie. But she didn't tell the truth. No. That's true. That's true. And then that left I, the I, opening I, for mother. Mm-hmm. And I did, and I did like uh, the chemistry between those two actors. Uh, again, Suzanne Summers was, she's she's so in the pocket with how quick everything is flying by. One of the things that like Joyce DeWitt said about the show is that with farce, you have to stay one step ahead of the audience and just keep driving so that nobody settles in on how ridiculous everything is <laughs> that they're watching. <laughs> right. Right. And, and that right. interplay yeah. between um, Chrissy and her mom was just such a, it was so fun because I didn't realize how snappy the dialogue was. Yeah. That's really true. great. Really great writing for this episode. So happy. Um, oh my gosh, this is when one of the best things happens, oh which God. is when we first get our first hint of now Chrissy is slipping over to the, to, to like the Chrissy side now is when she's going to go get carrots in the machine on the corner because she's going to make her mom's favorite <laughs> salad. <laughs> yeah. Like that's weird enough that it almost is okay, but that's when you're starting to see that like Chrissy's becoming stupid Chrissy. Right. Yes. yes. And then and then her mom has that sort of like spit take into the camera where it's very much like like the skipper from Gilligan's Island just looks just like the fourth wall. But she's saying this as a way of getting down to the Regal Beagle. Yeah, she's gotta sneak down to the Regal Beagle because she's gotta let the the other kids, I'm just yeah. Mrs. Roper now. She's gonna let the other kids know that her mom is gonna end up being in Jack's bed. Right. Look out. Right. And Jack is like, I'm this is ridiculous. I I I need my bed. Um, and we're not doing this. And they say, Well, why don't you stay in our room? He says, oh, okay. <gasps> well, in this case. <laughs> yeah. And then here's more this one really leads into the uh yeah, the sex farce. Uh, angle of Three's Company. This yeah, episode, this episode starts this episode to get that heated up. With uh, him uh, being told to turn his back or turn away from them when they're undressing, but he right. can see him in the mirror. 
Well, just the fact that he's there, just the fact that he's in their room, like Mm -hmm. that he's going to be spending the night in their room. And we've just seen their room for the first time. So it's like an extra sacred place. Yeah. You know, like, and then here he is inside that room. We can't believe it in the second episode. Well, come on. Yeah. You know. And then they do this weird thing where they're like, He's like, uh, I've got the hiccups from those four beers, and I, I have a surefire remedy if I can get to the kitchen. Right. And they're like, no, you can't go out there. What if her mom sees you? And he's like, okay, then, you know, you do it. And then they're like, and they're like no, you can't go. And so then they're like, well, we're going to get undressed. And then they tell him to go ahead and go. Yeah, now that the <laughs> yes. Yes. Just go. Now that we're going to take our clothes off, now you have to get out. Yeah. And so he goes and then he and then the mom comes in and he hides in the closet in the kitchen. And uh Which when is he comes great. Back, yeah. Yeah, but then when he comes back out for some crazy reason, he grabs a broom or a mop, yeah. a mop, a mop. And yes. walks out into the living room with it. And when she emerges from the bathroom, the mother, he he does one of his great falls back behind the couch and leaves the, the mop standing up there. And she walks the awkward way around the couch so as she to walks, not yes. see him. She walks so far downstage oh. like to avoid seeing him behind yeah. the couch when he was she right in front really of her. Fast. She almost crashed into the couch. Yeah, yes. she picks up the mop and she says, "Messy, messy, 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 <laughs> messy." Like, oh, I'm like, why did he have that mop right? in the messy, first messy. place? It's my least favorite part of the entire episode is when she just no, like pretends like she doesn't see Jack like, laid out there. I'm sorry, nobody from Fresno talks like that. Messy, messy, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. But it was just, it was so flawless. Like she just picks up that mop and goes back. But then there's that, even that, there's that much better physical comedy moment where he takes the lampshade. Oh my God. Puts it on his head. This is the genius of of John Ritter. So cute. And she just walks right by as if nothing is amiss. Yeah. And it's beautiful. She She's was so great. Still. And I also totally believe that. I totally believe it. Yeah, I totally was I like, think yes. that moment is all the better for her little persnickety walk by him. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it was just both, both, both those yeah. elements that make the other this – is, this is the interplay between these two actors. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, oh, and he got Love big, it. big so applause break for Huge the applause break on the lampshade. Huge. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man, Huge. down the house. He totally it's did. It's so crazy how important – and I just never noticed before this how slapstick is just such a, a big part of Three's company. And oh, yeah. how well they're oh, yeah. all doing it. It's just all – so precise. And this is this, we're seeing it for the first time, and he didn't really do anything in the first episode. Like this is the first and we did time some we're slipping out of the shower. Out of the, yeah, a little bit. And, but uh, but yes, then when he, I mean, like the moment, like here up. Okay, so coming up, it's, it starts to rain, and the window is clattering, and someone's got to go close the window, and Jack's going to go close the window. But then she again, comes out again. again they, they send, send Jack. Him. They send Jack out. He's like, "I'm the man. I'll go do it." And it's like. Don't you want to get caught? Are you hiding or not? What are you <laughs> doing? So, well, so Chrissy goes, goes out, out first because she's going to go take care of the window. And that's she does? her. Yes. 
And then Janet, Jack jumps into Chrissy's bed and has that conversation. Oh, with and Janet. She can, yes. Where oh, she's a girl. Which is so uncomfortable because, and yes, yeah. because these <laughs> yes. two, so this, this tension between Jack and Chrissy, where mm-hmm. Janet is not even in consideration to yeah, Jack as a, fuck? as a potential sexual interest has been bothering me these last two episodes. And me it comes too. to a boil here because I'm like, why is it? First of all, Janet's beautiful, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and for, for, for it to just be okay for her, for, for Jack to just kind of show interest in, in Chrissy. I don't know. It's really bugging me. I don't like it. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm I think with it resolves and itself in the next like one or two mm-hmm. episodes. This whole storyline starts to resolve itself with, with don't the tell attraction. Me, don't tell thing. me, I haven't seen the next episode. Okay, okay, right, right. Okay, okay, okay. <coughs> so, <coughs> I'm 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 going to probably be revisiting this topic here shortly. Um, okay, because <laughs> I have it written down <laughs> specifically. I love it. Um, I love okay, it. so. Uh, so eventually Jack goes out to get the window. Uh-huh. Right. Um oh, but yeah, finish talking about that that what he says though because he says to her he says that Chrissy's a girl everywhere you look. Uh-huh. And uh Janet says, yeah. well, "What am I?" you know? And he says, "Oh, you're really What does he say?" He says, you're cute too, but he well, says this is coming into the room uh-huh. and she cuts him off. She cuts off the nice thing he's about to say about Janet. Yeah. So well, he, says, he, calls her, he says she's really smart or something first. Oh, bright. He says he's bright. bright. You're really right. bright. And she's like, oh, great. Right. Or whatever. Right. And he goes, no, That's you're right. really cute. And like when he's saying that, like the camera cuts mm-hmm. off of him. Yes. Be- because of course – you know, the because beautiful Chrissy is coming into yeah. which is so backwards to me. Anyway, okay, okay, agree, uh, agree. I don't like it. I, it's make, it makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then Jack goes out to shut the window, and he can't get it shut, but he makes noise, and that wakes up Chrissy's mom, who comes out. Right. So Jack does the, the next sensible thing, <laughs> and he just hops out the window right into the thunderstorm and falls. And falls flat on his back. Which is so great. And also, you know, when Chrissy's mom comes out, this is just the the difficulties of television, but she sees the window, turns around to the audience and says, oh, my Lord, why is the window open? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, cheat the camera, girl. Cheat the camera. You just... She throws her whole body. Oh, that window. Uh, Deliver the line and then then goes and closes it. I mean, that's... But to and motivate then, that in the body is without anyone noticing. I was just like, "Well done, man. Well, well done." done. <laughs> um, so then, of course, now Jack has had it. Jack yeah. is furious at the whole situation <laughs> and is now banging on the window and banging on the front door. I fucking I love this part yes. so much. When Janet opens the door uh-huh. and he goes, "That's it. I've had." It. And she goes, "Don't blow it for Chrissy." And she goes, oh, hello. And he goes, hi. And he comes in and puts his hands in his pockets. And he's just soaking wet. And he's trying to pull it off like he's having a casual stroll and stopped in. 
in the oh, middle of the so night. And it's so it funny. was so cute. It was so cute. And oh again, this is why you just I you know, as I'm watching these episodes, I think to myself, there is nobody else who could have pulled this off other than John Ritter. He's just no. again so believable and so <sighs> likable and just does this. I mean he is a very easily hateable character in the wrong hands. If, oh, for if, sure. If yes. John Ritter wasn't who he was, no way this is going to come off as anything no. but some jerky horn dog frat boy. Wannabe. Right, because yeah. I like, believe him as the horniest man alive, and I believe him as the kindest man alive. Right. How is That's it even possible? Which is just so hard to do. So, so very tricky to do. It's what we're all trying to balance. We're all trying to be Jack Tripper. Okay, so he's coming. He's coming in the rain. He's now wet and meeting people for the first time for the second episode in a row. Yep. (laughs) This is true. And this is where Chrissy's (laughs) mother uh, reveals Mm -hmm. that she knows about Jack Tripper. Yeah. Because Mr. Roper told her all about her, all about him, and... She knows now that she can trust him. You know why she can trust him? Because homosexuals are very trustworthy. Apparently. According to this show. Yes. Yes. Which again, hey man, I'll take it in 1978. I think also this is another one of those crazy threes company examples of, of BS conflict because if she had just asked about Jack before all of the girls went to bed that night, they could have just really <laughs> put him on the couch from the jump. Yep. No, Everybody just, just needs to communicate. There was just, just talk more to each other. Tell yeah. the truth. Explain yourselves. Oh my god! You know you can avoid all this conflict. But then, but she, Jack but she just is so. Again, she isn't upset. She doesn't care that he's gay. In fact, yeah. it's a plus, right? Because right. now she knows she can trust him. Yeah, <laughs> and that's interesting to yeah. me too. Because you know, Chrissy's mom does does symbolize a sort of high society. It does. She symbolizes you know adults in the room. And so her, again, giving this other vote of confidence to Jack is, again, I, I think it's a great little win. It's actually pro-gay in, in, yeah. in, its, mm. in, its, in its way. And that's what I'm getting from the writers so far. They're handling this situation as well as they can. We, we know very clearly the way that, you know, Mr. Roper gestures with the Tinkerbell mm-hmm. and the, the limp wrist, um, which, by the way... I don't know if Norman Fell was gay, but whenever he does that, it really irks. Like, I'm like, something's <laughs> wrong. Like, I wonder if he hated every last second of that. And I can't find anything on him being gay, but <laughs> something is very wrong. It just feels so gross. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, hopefully we'll get to the bottom of it. We'll have mm-hmm. to do some deep digging on Norman Fell. <laughs> oh, we'll find something. We'll find something on Norman Fell. And so that that pretty much now now that everybody knows everything, uh, now everybody can go to bed, and Jack can go to bed on the couch. Yeah, finally. And that's the right. that's the end of episode two. 
so did you have did you did you note your favorite moment and least favorite moment, Matteo? Um, no, I did not. But uh, there were so many likable uh, little exchanges. Again, I, I think overall, what I'm really taken by is how much fun the cast seems to be having doing this. And you know, it's yeah. so bittersweet when you look back on, on what ended up happening to that cast in the show, it's just, it's just a tricky thing. You know, it was almost a victim of its own success. Yeah. And, um, so I think that's what makes it so hard to watch is that, you know, it's very 2021 in that even a beautiful thing is going to be wrecked by reality. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, for these moments where these things are all, where, where this cast is firing on all cylinders and the chemistry is there, there's a moment where, um, Audra Lindley gets an applause break. Mrs. Roper, as she's leaving the apartment, she just, you know, makes this one, I forget what she said, what the line was, but, you know, the audience is really with what's happening on that stage, this live studio audience. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it just pretends, you know, how successful the show was going to be when it finally hit the air. Because again, studio audiences are notoriously tricky and difficult. Um, I have a lot of friends as a stand-up comic who, you know, have been audience warmers oh, yeah. and, uh, that's not an easy thing to get, you know, that many people hyped about, you know, this little play that they're about to see all cut up in chunks, right. sometimes out of order. Yeah. And so again, for, for them to be performing at such a high level, uh, on, you know, just with the physical comedy, with the chemistry, with these lines, with the, with the sharp little, uh, dialogues. I mean, it's just, it's just so fun to watch. I just forgot how much fun three's company really, really was. Mm-hmm. It really is. It is. Oh, it's beautiful. That was yeah. beautiful. How about you guys? So oh, how about you guys? What are, what are some of Listen. your favorites? Sorry. What are some of oh, your favorites? I, I picked two moments as my favorites in this one. And the first, I mean, we've talked mm. about them both already, but my, my two favorite moments were the first glorious look at the regal beagle. Because mm-hmm. as I told James, I said, <laughs> if we ever win the lottery, our uh, ground floor will be the kids' apartment and the basement will be the Regal Beagle. Just oh, perfectly great. replicated. That's, so that's where oh, I want to be. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, and then Jack's wet entrance made me laugh. Yeah. Uh, when he's. <laughs> And when he just that turns, a he's huge response from the audience. He's so upset, he's so, and he's just immediately on board to keep trying. Nobody plays like aloof better. <clears throat> I just love when he's trying to be so casual. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh so those are my favorites, and then my least favorite part is this is this is what I wrote is how dismissive Jack is of Janet's hotness. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I totally agree. I totally agree. I think it's it's such a weird kind of like objectification of women that they all just accept. Yeah. It's just so bizarre. I don't like that part. Uh, that, yeah. that that does make me a little out It is cringy. Belly. It's cringy. <laughs> it's cringy. It's that's the word. That's the word. And um and my other least favorite part was that damn mop. I just don't that's get my, it. That's my least favorite part is that stupid mop and, and how far down he does the stage use it he goes. To, he does use it to open the kitchen door. 
He does, but, but there's why? no reason to at all. He and knows she's not a burglar. What is he doing? I would be I would be fine with the mop if the couch were just further upstage. If the couch were just further upstage so that her sight line was not so obviously Ugh, it just drives yeah, it's, me it's, crazy. It's, it's <laughs> I agree. Just for that shot, they could have moved that couch oh just God. a little further back. Yeah. It's nonsense. So it's so weird. <sighs> Uh, anyway, what are your others your favorites my favorite is obviously lampshade like i'm right there with yeah. the audience like i will applaud every time totally. i mean like if mm. someone uh, he's I done the lampshade there's the lampshade the lampshade ladies and gentlemen <laughs> what she announces every time she sees that i gag. love that bit i love it she gives a standing ovation <laughs> seems perfect <laughs> lampshades um, banana peel slipping and uh, mustaches yeah. falling off. Yeah, does will get me every time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna add to my favorite moment was was uh, seeing Priscilla Morrill, the actress who plays Chrissy's mom again, walk in because it was my Mary Tyler Moore connecting moment, and that made me <laughs> oh, very very yeah. happy. I could, that is pretty awesome. I was just That's like, great. Oh, Edie Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's yeah. so good. Uh, okay, uh, all right. Well, well, should we? Um, we gonna we're gonna close the books on episode. Yeah, I two? feel like we should close the books on episode two, and we should maybe I hear. Will, I will say, yeah, yeah I will say uh, this was a really again. This was just. I, I'm so glad to know from you guys. This is great research on your part that this show was recorded toward the end of that first season. Yeah, yeah. I, felt like it really deepened again just the situation for the situation comedy and i'm really glad that they did it because i i just kind of feel like i i understand now what they were going for even though it seems like in later seasons that whole thing is just so out the window but right now it really matters and i think it's really funny right right awesome okay well do we want to get um matteo's take on the next episode oh that's right so, oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I know what the, I know what the title is of the next episode, which is so hilarious. The next episode, episode three, Roper's niece. Roper's niece. What, what do, do you think, think that's about? What do you think, Maddie? <laughs> well, sure, we sure. Another business. Coming to Santa Monica. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, now, do we ever find the address out of where they live? Um, oh, actually, um, I have found. Hold on, hold on. Funny, you should mention. Funny, this. you should mention it. If we We're calculate, send you out on, on reconnaissance missions. If you calculate Jack's two dollar and seventy five cent cab ride from Santa Mon- from the Santa Monica YMCA, if you adjust that for inflation, you can put him in a three mile radius of Sixth Street, where wow. the real YMCA actually is. All right. Who did this calculation? That's fascinating. These calculations that is are from um, the website The Kids in Two Hundred One, which is a great website. A great resource for Three's Company. Fans. Yeah, it's a really good resource if anyone's looking for. A that resource. is wonderful. That is, that's so wonderful. Um, now I will also plug Pluto TV. Yes. Oh my uh, God. Maybe yes. We can eventually, maybe we can get them as a sponsor uh, as we go through this. Because I don't know what I would do without Pluto TV yeah. giving me access to these episodes. It's so it's so great. I do have to choke down some 
advertisement. But it's not bad. Uh, It's really not. It's not not as bad as some other services. Like it's tolerable and they have a lot of stuff that other places where you you can't find other places. You can't find Three's Company anywhere. Yeah, nowhere. There. Except Yeah. So, yeah, I feel really lucky to have this. Um, But I will say as as a quick follow-up to what you were talking about, Jinx, um, I, I love when real world kind of lines up with like the imaginary world online. I, I did a tour of the modern family houses Ooh, uh, where Mitch wow. and Cam live and, yeah. and uh, then Gloria and Jay and then, you know, Claire and Phil yeah. and all of their houses, even though Gloria and Jay live in Beverly Hills, you can really get to, to Phil and Claire's in about seven minutes. And then from Phil and Claire's to commission Cameron's in about six minutes. Oh my God. They're all in this kind of same. Yeah. They're all in this neighborhood. And those homes are about as close as you would track on the show. Crazy. Oh my God. So the fact that, that Jack had a, had that cost of a a cab ride. (laughs) That's really, that's, that's, that's good math. That's great. Good Good math. So any idea what, what do you think is going to happen to Rover's niece? Yeah, what's like, going to what, what's going to go down? What's the significance of? Her I'm going to say that we're still playing this gay angle. I think it's really important to the show right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that she's going to think Jack's gay, but like him, I'm not sure. Like it's so hard to say. She thinks um, Jack is gay. Yeah, I feel like there's going to be a misunderstanding. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Well, that's playing it safe, I mean, Matteo. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really curious to know if the girls have a problem with her or if she's like coming to sell encyclopedias. Like, why would why would he? I, I want to know all about this. Oh. <laughs> I can't wait to find out. Awesome. Me neither. All right. Okay. Well. Well, from this lovable space that needs your face. Until next time. Dominomini boo. Hers and hers and his. Dominomini doo.